You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the. Oh man, woo. Hello and welcome to the 363rd episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. I am Matt uh, in Minneapolis, obviously doing the super rookie bit and confused. <laughs> and uh, this is Spencer in Massachusetts. Um, little guy, this week we are Tim Tim Less or Tim Free, depending on your sort of uh, alignment there on the old Tim chart. Um, I'm not sure where you are, um, but I'm, uh, I'm sort of chaotic neutral. Yeah. Chaotic neutral. You know, uh, is it, you know, I love having him here and boy, he does make that intro smooth and uh, seamless. <laughs> and I did mess it up there a bit. So, Hey, maybe he does more, more for the pod than I give him credit for all the time. But no, Tim is, was our man on the ground in, uh, Madison and Sea Otter this last week. So, but unfortunately, that has meant that he is probably now our man drunk, asleep <laughs> at eight thirty on a Sunday night. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, or may just you know, he's probably had a few. So we're we're giving him. He's getting the night off. Uh, we're expecting a a lot of high quality content from him for next week. I mean, just yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's interviews. He's got a week off. Audio. You know. You gotta you gotta rotate the squad a little. You gotta rest the legs yep. sometimes. Um, yep. Really pick your battles, and I'm expecting Tim to come in um, fresh and hot uh, next week. So we're, I think, all of us are collectively holding our breaths until uh, episode three sixty four to see what Tim's yes. been up to for the past week. Um, but uh, you know that that just gives us a lot of leeway to actually bring some facts. Um, do some digging into races and some of the things that the people um, demand. The fans have been mm-hmm. pounding on the door for um, all year since this time last year, little guy. People have been on the edge of their seats. They want to know all about these Italian fall classics, and they just can't get enough of it. We're getting email <laughs> after email, and uh, well, the people are crazy about it, and they can't find any information. It. I will give them that. It is hard to find information about some of these classics that I have uh, banging on. Though I will say, I saw um, we got some we got some notes from folks on Twitter and emails this week saying, "Hey, these, this is pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a nice little um, a nice little package of races." So as I banged on, Emilio was last week, mm-hmm. and uh, that was great. Since last week, we had, and I'll just go through them here because I'm sure I'm sure you know this, but I'm just gonna refresh your memory. Yeah, that'd on be the fourth of October, you had the Copa Bernocchi. Remco won that, so hey, we're getting excited. Remco, the form's good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The Lombardia, right? Then on the fifth, we had the Tre Valley, was won by Demarchi, which I been a few years since I'd okay. seen Demarchi get a good win. I think since BMC days, so that was nice. Then ten six, a nice hilly one, one of my favorites. Uh, Milano Torino, Roglic put on a clinic and looked like he was on another level on that day. 
And then on the seventh, the next <laughs> day, you had the Grand Piemonte. And that was one by Matthew Walls, who's a writer I do not know much about. But I like his name. I like the cut of his jib. And right there. I saw um, yeah. on my Twitter feed, all the UK corner was going absolutely yeah. crazy for that. They were going bonkers. <laughs> Which, they they got to live it up. They weren't going to get a win on Lombardy. Um, yeah. And then that that... <laughs> That led us in to the big show, the big monument on Saturday, Lombardia, uh, which was won mm-hmm. by Pogachar. Roglic not really factoring that much. Pogachar Masnada with a surprise second for DQ. And then Yates, uh, Adam Yates. The lesser Yates, I would have said before this year, <laughs> but now that he's Ineos, right. he has been the s- superior Yates as of late. Coming in with. Um, Classy third place when he looked like he wasn't even good on the podium there for a bit. He looked like him and Roglic had been dropped, but super good race. All of them are super good races, and then you, you got to experience the full package, but uh, Lombardia was a great way to end the season, even though it didn't end the season because there was Perry Tours today, but that's not a World Tour race, and I think that's silly, but whatever. Let's talk about the Yeah, the big so show. I, I want to do a little fact-checking here and see if these races... Um kind of, uh, you know, if they actually meet the standard you're setting for them. So I just pulled up quickly the results for the Trey Valley um, men's and women's race. Yep. And uh, I'm going to say Alessandro um, DeMarchi, like you mentioned, haven't, haven't heard his name for a while, but I am familiar with him. So I, I'll, I'll give it that. He's Italian. David Fromolo in second. Yep. And Pogacar in third. These are names that I've heard of. Yeah. Um, there's, there's real bike racers in these races. The Trey Valley, formerly won by friend of the podcast, Tom Schoons. So we know it's okay. a classic event. Right. And then um, actually is super cool on the on the women's side of the Trey Valley. Um, Arlenis Sierra um, won this from Puerto Rico, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, super like not well known rider, like super awesome uh, to see. Or Cuba, sorry, Cuba. That's where she's from. Um, hmm, sweet, winning that race on a on a small team and everybody freaking out and being like, "Oh my goodness, who's gonna snap her up for next year?" Because yeah. as we know, everybody's starting to build out their women's teams because they kind of have to uh, per the regulations. So. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, yeah. despite some managers' best <laughs> efforts not to, uh, most people are looking for the next big hitter, and that could be it. So yeah, I feel like uh, I've been scouting the next generation a little bit here, little guy. Well, um, so hat tip to you for that. <laughs> well, it is the the Italian races that had had a women's race. It was a little bit of a a weird mix up thing because you had the women's tour happening this last week as well. Yeah, and. Not that it made it a lesser fields necessarily in the Italian race. I'm not trying to like throw shade at them, but like it ended up being the majority of the biggest racers on the women's side were at the women's tour. Um, right. So it was nice that it gave, you know, you had a lot of women's racing this last week too. So, um, yeah. 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 Well, um, I'll, I'll use this quick to segue into the women's tour real quick. Overall, um, won by Demi Vollering, uh, SD Works, who was my pick for Worlds, didn't pull it off. Um, but on the final stage, um, Elisa Balsamo, who mm-hmm. did win Worlds, got her first victory uh, there in the World Champion Stripes jersey. That has to be a good feeling. Um, I've... 
you might be surprised to know this little guy. Mm-hmm. I don't talk about it often, but I've never won world championship. Really? Okay. But interesting. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I know. I know you know my pedigree and mm-hmm. it might be surprising, but I haven't won one, but I have to imagine that first win in your world championship kit, looking at that photo afterwards of the whole pack behind you and you just like arms up victory has to be like the, if not the greatest feeling, the next one after actually winning that jersey, right? Yeah, because you know you don't have the full curse. You only have a partial curse at most. <laughs> it's also got to be, well, one, it's great to see the world champion winning right away. I'm always bummed when world champions on women's or men's side win it and then I understand you go party. You have a you have a rough you have a maybe yeah. a couple of nights, but then like uh, you know you don't see him until next year. It's really nice to see him a week later still still riding and getting those early wins. I think yeah. her team's got to be excited because she's moving to Trek Segafredo next year. Obviously a big uh, pickup oh. for Trek. She signed for Trek for for 2022 through 2024. So this is her like probably her last race with the the Valker travel and service team so that was probably the only chance uh they had to get that photo of her winning in the world champion kit with the cannondale for all the ads this winter (laughs) that they put out and into next you know for a little while like the the press they needed that was a probably a big relief for them yeah for sure i didn't realize that that is uh yeah that's a huge get for trek and a big win for them and just uh good feels all around uh over there at the women's tour um twitter was a buzz with the fact that mark cavendish was on the side of the road uh spectating mm-hmm. um i'm sure the i'm sure the caravan came through ahead of him and and was like hey do scallywag pro uh wannabe guy get off get off the road the real pros are coming through and shuffled him off to the sidewalk, uh, and you know, and so he got to cheer them on uh, mid training ride. So that was pretty nice. Cav doing the, he's just he's trying to confuse this with his supportive women's riders and women's cycling, <laughs> and then his continual DQing, quick stepping. I don't know. You got you you got to pay the bills. You got you got to feed the family. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what it it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, the women's racing was great um, at uh, Trevelli, and the men's racing looked good too. Um, to circle this back to your Italian corner here, which everything does. Um, everything does. Um, we f- we finished up uh, with Lombardia, Pogacar taking the win. Kind of historic, right? Yeah, big deal. First. Since Merckx, I think, the win a tour and win a couple monuments in the same year, uh, we finally have complete cyclists that's, again. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I heard. Um, Eddie Merckx in 71 or 72, I can't recall, was the last one to win a classic and win a or win a monument and win a, uh, a grand tour in the same season. And so that's crazy. Pogacar, uh, despite... You know, Remco's best efforts may be the next Eddie Merckx. <laughs> yeah, well, Eddie Merckx will probably be happy that it's not another Belgian to steal his uh, thunder. Pogacar looked great. He Nice long attack. Uh, what more can you uh-huh. ask for than your GC guys still fighting it out at the end of the season, doing long-range attacks? 
putting it to everybody else. And you had a really nice group of um, big hitters there at the end. And then mm-hmm. Masnada kind of sneaking in, not the rider you would expect to be on the podium, but not really out of left field. He's he's a good rider. It's just he was down in the pecking order on the team, you know? Yeah, I got, I'll admit, he's out of left field for me, little guy. I don't know anything about this guy. Um, so He's been, he's been riding really rider well to the watch. last few years. What? Rider to watch? Like, uh, well, yeah. uh, put my brother there to be points on him uh, next season or what? Sure, do it, do it. I mean, what was a couple years ago, he won a stage at the Tour, or the Giro when he was on uh, one of them little Italian teams. I don't even remember what he was on. And that meant, like, if you're on a small Italian team and you win a Giro uh-huh. stage in commanding fashion, you move up uh-huh. to the World Tour next year. It's law. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he was on the CCC team that, imploded so he made that mid-season switch he was on androni and then he made the mid okay he went to ccc and then of course they imploded and then quick step i'm assuming picked him up on a deal and currently he does i don't know what he's doing for next year but um finishing your season with second at a monument he was also third at the coba bernocci which uh remco won earlier in the week and eighth at milano torino so he finished off with a strong italian classic season yeah, and, um, right in that form. And as I've said on Twitter, it looks like um, Mads Mikkelsen, the actor Mads Mikkelsen, who is usually a baddie, <laughs> usually a Bond villain-esque, uh, uh-huh. maybe a serial killer or something, he's trouble. And um, it's not a just a passing resemblance, at least to me. So I like to think of him as a okay. baddie, but he's not quite up to Alifuli baddie levels, you know. Fausto, um, I don't know what his contract looks like there at Quick Step, but he is. This is the end of the second year on Quick Step, so it could be, could be a little contract year action happening there as well, um, ushering in that good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope. I hopefully he hadn't signed anything. He said, "I want to sign something. Let's talk about <laughs> it on Sunday." And then he just uh-huh. boom, 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 knocked out that week. Because yeah. Oh, we'd uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, old man Valverde in fifth place there mm-hmm. uh, for for the sake of Tim, um, who rest in peace could not be here this week. Uh, he'll be back next week, um, but uh, I, I know he was probably shouting at at his podcast player for the last few minutes, being like, "Oh my God, talk about Valverde on the wide angle podium!" <laughs> well, so. definitely uh, other weirdo kind of not in the top people to mention is one, uh, Dan Martin was out there at some point. Mm. I don't know even where he finished. I can't find him on here, but that was it. <laughs> Dan Martin's done, uh, retired. Oh, that's right. Which is, it's sad. Um, end of an era. End of an era. Up oh, there he is 38th place, five something down. Okay. Um, yeah, great career, big wins. Um, I don't know what else to say about Dan Martin. I hope happy retirement and he enjoys spending time with his, his 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 family it seems like what he what's the plan for the guy so yeah i mean that's not a bad plan i mean that's what most of us uh, uh do and enjoy <laughs> our bike racing so yeah. um you know welcome to the real world dan martin uh happy to have you yeah the the um the other eyes we got to mention nairo quintana 11th place on the day uh, nice way to finish out um great great performance probably his biggest performance of the week well i you know, 11th at a monument is a pretty big thing, but he also um, popped up half a world away through the magic of pre-taped recorded television 
as uh-huh. a chameleon? Uh, can you explain this to uh-huh. me? Uh-huh. So, little guy, are you familiar with the show called The Masked Singer? I've seen the ads for the American version, and I always try to I not have pay as attention. Well. <laughs> it seems yes, I, I feel like that is the, the whole shtick of that show is, uh, yeah, you saw the commercial, but you're definitely not going to watch the show because it looks like a train wreck. Do people watch well, it? <laughs> I guess somebody does. Apparently, a lot of people watch okay. it. I don't know, but the that. whole premise Good is you've got someone in a costume that's in such a way that you can't see who it is mm-hmm. who sings a song and you guess who it is or you rate if they're good or not or whatever. I don't know. I've not seen the show. Yeah. But uh, Columbia has a version of this show that Nairo was on. And uh, he was dressed and singing. Um, he was dressed as a chameleon. So he had a big chameleon head, like mascot head thing on. And mm-hmm. apparently um, was rapping or singing or something. Uh, I don't know if he's good or not. I don't know anything about it. But yeah, out uh, he is uh, putting in the work this week, let's say. Yeah. Well, good Good for him. Not the first uh, rider or Col- Colombian rider you'd expect to be up there dancing. <laughs> Nairo seemed, no. doesn't seem like that would be his thing, but he I saw a little clip of it. And he looked like he was having fun, and yeah, great. Cool. Uh, he's not. <laughs> it's so weird. It's funny they made him a chameleon because mm-hmm. he's not a rider I would, you know, if, uh, he's not a chameleonish rider. He's not a rider that changes for different terrains i don't i'm trying to think of who would be see now i want to call him the chameleon i I want that to be his nickname but it doesn't really fit his riding style he's kind of he has his thing which is great he's a great climber Uh but there's other riders i think that would be better as the chameleon though i'm not actually thinking of him right now but it doesn't fit for him so i don't know if you can think of a better animal for him um you know, like some. I, I could, I could probably think of more appropriate animals for him, but this, this is the stuff of legend. This is how nicknames are made, little guy. Yeah. Um, I feel like he, you could justify the chameleon somehow. You know, you could say, oh yeah, he used to be this kind of rider, always oh, at the front, and now he's, you know, tenth place. So <laughs> he's, totally different. He's a real chameleon um, in the way he used to be. A real chameleon, that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a real chameleon in the way he yeah, hasn't but, won for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We used to hear about him, now we don't. It's like he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, but I, I think, I mean, I, I am hoping that this joke continues to run and is, is a longstanding thing and the chameleon does become, because there's a severe lack of good nicknames in cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As, as we know, and we know and love UK corner. Um, they are some of our greatest fans and we love them pretty bad at nicknames though. They just add a Y to the end of everyone's name. <laughs> yep. Um, Froomey, Swifty, whatever. Uh, Froomey. And yeah. It's a, you know, they could put them. I feel like they're not putting in the effort that those writers deserve. And, Nairo the Chameleon Quintana? That has a nice flow to it. It does. It sounds, yeah, it's better than anything they would have come up with. You know, I've, you know, you know I've been trying to get the hack, uh, Teo Gegenhardt, that would be the Hackney Hedgehog. I've been working on yeah. that this yeah. year. Uh, he hasn't had the greatest season. He had a little bump in the head earlier and, uh, you know, um, didn't give me a lot to go on. 
this year, but he did. That least, is the thing with nicknames. Yeah, he did. He did pop up at least and do some solid work at uh, Lombardia. So hopefully he's on the on the mend. Next year he'll be back to his uh, winning ways, yeah. uh, and the nickname will just catch. It's gonna be gangbusters but, next year. The problem that we have is that as even with Nairo, Nairo the chameleon, um, Tao Gigginhart, the uh, the Hackney Hedgehog, and uh, our our maybe most famous ever was Carlos Bentenker, the gummy bear. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of getting uh, Gogenhart the exception here, but like Nairo, we're kind of getting them at the end of the career kind of thing. We got Carlos at the end of his career. Um, Guggenhart, in the way that uh, he did, you know, he had a great last season, gave him a nickname, doesn't show up this season for one reason or the other. Hopefully he can be back next year and he can make a big big deal about it. Um, can we find uh, some more younger riders? I think I think we need suggestions. We need some help. Who should we be targeting mm-hmm. to carry? We need to carry this podcast for at least seven or eight seasons um, with a good nickname. So... I don't know if Pokecar is like the guy to target. He might just be too big for us to get a hold of, but like somebody down in that 16th place range uh, is kind of what we're targeting, guys. So, any ideas, suggestions, let us know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, Vingard, second at the tour, got 14th at a Lombardia. So, uh, yeah, something (laughs) for him would be really good. That's that's a good point. Much as uh, teams, much as like teams don't want to. spend the money or the resources on a rider who's 31 years old, ancient history in cycling, Ugh, because yeah. what's the best that can happen to get three, four, five years out of them before they have to retire? Um, uh-huh. You know, you want to get those 21-year-olds so you can really yeah. get them cheap and and, and, and get, get the most out of them. So, yeah, we should probably be doing the same. It's, it's good thinking. Yeah, if we were uh, smart, you know, we spent the last five years talking about Wout and Matthew Vanderpool before they came to the road side of things. We should have really solidified some nicknames there, and I feel like we just dropped the ball. Um, yeah, we did. That's true. We gotta we gotta take that W. <laughs> That's on yeah. Us. Also, uh, I wanna I wanna quickly um, shift gears if you let me over to. I reminded myself about cyclocross, just mentioning Vanderpool's name, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the other one. Um, but, uh, Lauren Sweek, winner of the inaugural slow ride podcast, Minnesota Gophers hockey Jersey for 16th place of the Trek cup. Um, two years ago, last time it happened. Um, not, not respecting America, not coming across um, the pond this year to defend that jersey. So we didn't bother buying another one. No. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you kind of kind of need to defend the jersey. So uh, we had the uh, uh, we had a women's jersey yep. put together last year or last time it happened. Could not find who finished 16th place in that race. Dropped the ball. Um, we didn't find Yeah, it. for those who don't she know the away. story, Trek uh, provides a, a Wisconsin Badgers um, hockey jersey to the winners of the race, and uh, obviously that offended us deeply into our core mm-hmm. as um, Minnesotans. So we got uh, Gophers hockey jerseys for 16th place, which is the arguably the superior placing in a race anyway. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, 
So we had the uh, we had on hand the women's jersey from last time, and Tim on the ground out there this time to hand that out. I know we're going to get a big uh, report on that mm-hmm. next week, but um, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> well, but something about cyclocross and that cyclocross is happening, and Tim's there, and there were probably results. Yeah, it's happening. Uh, well, we we'll go through the top three. Uh, Marion Voss took the win over Lucinda Brand with a nice duel. And then uh, Betsema in third. They are all three seconds apart. It was a good race. Neff in fourth. I'm going to try to pronounce the woman who got 16th place name. She's not a writer I'm very familiar with. And I really wish Tim was here so he could mess this up and we could laugh at him. But he's not here. So I'm going to do it. Uh, She rides for the the Belios Trek Lions. Her name is Shirin Van Unrui. I totally did that wrong. And I apologize. I'm sure you nailed it. I apologize to her. Congratulations on 16th and in the World Cup there and winning um, winning the jersey. Uh, I think she's a U23 rider from the little I learned of her this year. I think she, she finished high up at the Euros and U23 on the road. So as we've said, uh, 16th place, uh, up-and-comers. Um, mm-hmm. So she, she's 16th place now, but by the end of the season, the power of the Slow Ride podcast jersey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we saw what it did for Lauren Sweek. You know, a 16th place was pretty disappointing for him. Um, at Trek, he seemed kind of sad about it yep. until we gave him a jersey, and then his spirits were definitely raised. We had to wait outside the trailer for him to finish with his shower um, for <laughs> a, an excruciatingly long yeah, time yeah. Uh, before he finally was like, okay, these guys aren't going to leave. I'll come leave, out and yeah. take whatever garbage they have. And uh, he did seem to enjoy the jersey, so I'm hoping the story is as good uh, uh, with this one and, and the rider appreciates it. And, uh, yeah, definitely sweet, uh, finished out his season pretty strong. Belgian and, champ uh, that year, I believe. believe yeah. Believe and, it, uh, yeah. So, Hey, so good things in store for her. Big things, big things. And Tim obviously is going to have tons of reporting. He's going to have uh, a bunch of audio. I'm sure, uh, uh-huh. facts on the ground. He's probably got a bunch of scoops, on Bill over at Crosshairs. You know, I suppose in the meantime, you could probably head over to uh, Bill's work at Crosshairs and uh, probably get some good information, you know. You could go sign up for the Substack mm-hmm. with them and get some good uh, cyclocross information. But obviously, Tim is going to be coming with the hard-hitting stuff that oh, yeah. Bill and all the other fellows over there just couldn't couldn't do because they do. Well, Tim's, Tim's got that uh, that notebook that he carries around that I'm sure he's just filled up oh, with information that he the totally tips full. that he picked up at yeah. the race and uh, yeah, just lap by lap reporting. I mean, Zach and Bill, especially, you know, they're they're doing huge work, A quality work over their crosshairs, mm-hmm. but it's not the A plus plus work, the extra credit work that Tim's going to be doing. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, Tim's just going to knock it out of the park, uh, slam dunk, yeah. home run, touchdown, field goal. Is what uh-huh. it's going to be like when he brings back so much reporting next week. Yeah. So, yeah, so we're going to see him next week. Gangbusters, <laughs> all the energy, well-rested, oh, yeah. fresh legs, with tons of information, lots of on-the-ground reporting, um, just a plethora of uh, – just a, a next level. We thought Tim was – a plus plus already he's adding another plus he said he just texted me it just came through actually right now um 
Yeah, looks like he says he's going to bring it, and we better be ready. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hopes the world of podcasting uh, is is ready for the tornado. Tim, he said, um, move over, Tom Bonin. He's taken that nickname. Wow, wow, wow. There's a lot in that text already. There was a lot in there. Well, on that note, since we kind of already started the preem lap, maybe we should see what Michael Matthews is doing with his off season in uh, this week's preem lap. What up? This is Tom Skoyinch, and you're listening to this low ride podcast. All right, here we are, little guy. It's pre-lap time. Um, we, as always, uh, here at the Slow Ride Podcast, are brought to you by the listeners of this podcast. Believe it or not, um, this podcast is completely supported by Wide Angle Podium Network, um, which is a donor-supported, listener-supported network um, full of all kinds of great independent cycling media like the much-lauded already um, Bill Scheichen over at Cyclocross Radio. Um, We've got Criterium Nation covering all the U.S. racing scene. Uh, We've got Grodio covering the gravel stuff, uh, Nowhere Fast covering all your virtual uh, racing needs. Mm -hmm. Just really tons of good stuff. If you're into bike racing, um, you will enjoy these other shows. They maybe take it a little more seriously than us sometimes. Maybe. But with just just the same level of entertainment and fun. So, um, you know, uh, it's a a good place to meet some good folks and uh, join a good community. And anyway, we are supported by the listeners. Um, So if you want to become one of those supporters, head over to wideanglepodium.com. And click on the donate button and check off uh, Slow Ride Podcast as one of the shows you want to uh, support uh, with your donation. And uh, it helps us uh, do what we do. All this all this silliness only possible because of all you guys. I mean, I wouldn't do it for any other reason. <laughs> Listeners keep me going. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's true. It is true. Um, we also get a little bit of, uh, of support when folks buy a couple uh, products um, from brands that we have partnered with, much like Grimper Brothers Coffee. You can head over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee to find out the two brands that we have right now that um, portions of those proceeds come to help support the shows on the network. And also Buckler Skincare. Um, head over to bucklerskincare.com. They've got a whole bunch of chamois creams and embrocations and things like that. And we have a wide angle podium blend called the Miracle Wap uh, that supports these shows directly. So those are some great options um, to support what we're doing here on the wide angle podium and the Slow Ride podcast. Indeed, indeed. Let's get back to the show. Noble, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, Spencer, we got a got a couple emails we got to go through. Uh, we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple. We'll save, I think, for next week when Tim's here. There's a few that will be better. Some with zingers. Tim here. Some zingers. Just people <laughs> just yeah. really laying it into Tim. But um, okay. <laughs> We got a good email. We, we would never do that when Tim no, wasn't no, here. No, no, no. no, they're good. There's just emails that 
all of us should be there dressed. Um, I do want to know this one from uh, Christine Ryan, who, who last week had sent us a nice email about how great the whole season had been. And of course, I took some uh-huh. issue with that being as um, uh-huh. we had the we had the end of season Italian races to come. Uh, yeah, you're kind of a contrarian. So yeah. I, I'd like to know. She emailed us back and said, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Matt. Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> I totally forgot about the Italian fall classics. I swear, I'm looking forward to them." She said, "In penance, uh-huh. I'm attaching this. It looks like there's a home for your new IFC booth at Sea Otter." Um, also, a shot of a sweet old bike at the Ritchie booth. So, send us some uh, shots of the Italian booth there at Sea Otter. Uh, oh. A little Philippe, nice Ritchie bike. Um, and that's, uh, yeah. So, Sea Otter is also one of the things that Tim is going to be bringing us the huge, right. huge reporting. Um, uh, He's got all the scoops. All the scoops next week. He did He did send me one little message this week. He said, you know, it's uh, it's just, it's not what it used to be. It's all about... It's all about brand image now. It's not about quality of product anymore. Some of these <laughs> booths out here at Sea Otter, you know, uh, you know how American Classic is back now as a as a tire brand, um, just trading off the name. He said now it's just it's all about celebrities. And unfortunately, there's some big huh. name Hollywood stars trying to to butt in uh, into the bike biz. He said there's a uh, Steven Spielberg is coming out with a whole new line of wheels called Steven Wheelbergs. Um, he said those are okay. going to be those are going to be really big, trying to get that uh, uh-huh. those BMX mag wheels he's going to sell. Um, also, uh-huh. he said okay. Chris Rock is uh, coming out with his own bike. He partnered with Specialized. It's the Chris Rock Hopper. Um, I don't oh, know if, if that's going to be. <laughs> boo! I okay. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with these. I don't know what this note uh, you're reading off of is. Um, this is my here. personal. It note. looks very official. Um, it's very nice. Um, Tim, Tim also I, said I, I, that uh, Jessica Beal was also starting a line of wheels, uh-huh. just called Jessica Beal Wheels, and um, Beal Wheels, Jessica Beal Wheels, and they're um, that one. That one might have legs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, Tim obviously will have more on these important. Okay, Beal, stupid Beal Wheels. Rock hopper, stupid so, jokes from for next week. Oh boy, this is why we need Tim here because I can't I can't rein you in the same way. I can't keep you uh, on that short yeah, leash yeah, that he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, although little guy, I do think you missed. I I think you missed there with the Chris Rock one. Um, Could have definitely tied that into gravel somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Rather than a rock hopper. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know, if he did anything. We we might get sued for saying that actually by the big red S. So mm-hmm. um, let's hope this information doesn't get out. That's true. It's a good point. <laughs> I, I'll, um, I'll say no more. The one thing I did see, I, I tried not to pay attention to the bike industry <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. The one the one thing that I could not unsee after I saw it from Seattle, which I'm going to pray is a marketing stunt and not real. Okay. Was the um the feedback omnium uh r- r- little roller trainer deal oh. with the uh gravel rollers the gravel on it? Rollers. <laughs> yes, I saw that. I I had to like I had to look at my phone and be like, "Wait, what's the date?" and it's like Oct- October 5th or whatever. And I was like, "Oh, no, it's not it's not April 1st." Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's going on with this. I'm Imagining it's just for the um, 
just to go just to go viral, just for the meme. It, it works. Um, it works. Yeah, I saw the picture and but, I thought, why did somebody get? How did they get their trainer so dirty? And then I read all the <laughs> captions, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I just, I honestly, look, I, I don't, I, I can't like six and one half dozen of the other. Either the bike industry is insane enough to make this product, or it's a joke. But people are people actually do they want to buy this? Oh yeah, do, so do a I don't know run. which side is worse. Yeah, people yeah. will buy it. People will totally buy it. Yeah. It's, if your joke's dumb enough, you you can sell fifty of them. I mean, I've. I mean, whoa! We, I'm already getting orders. Three hundred sixty-four. I'm already. <laughs> yeah, I'm already getting orders for oh. Jessica Beal wheels. It's crazy. Ah. Um, <laughs> Is it Beal wheels or Beal's wheels? Uh, you know, uh, I haven't tried out the hashtags yet to see which one really clicks. Okay, with the, yeah, with that's the important. Kids. Um, see, that's good. I'm, that's good thinking. I'm working on some TikToks about it. Um, we got uh-huh. one other good email we should hit here this week. Um, get Beal's wheels for a steal. There you go. This right? weekend only. And get Jessica Beal out there to, to do that. I'm sure she probably rode a bike on 7th Heaven once or something. We can find that footage and um, yeah, put that in. She's been in many other things too, but obviously I find her work in 7th Heaven to be the top. Are these um, are these steel wheels or are they carbon? <laughs> yeah, Jessica Beal wheels steals wheels. <laughs> Steel, Jessica Beals steals real wheels. Steals real wheels, yeah. Yeah, people don't know this, but she's super big. Steel is real. She's super big in the gravel scene, obviously. Um, and she, yeah, only rides steel. Just everything else is. Okay. L- classics. She's into the classics. Name she says. Yeah. Uh, we got a. Uh, Oscar stuff. That's Oscar worthy <laughs> yeah. stuff. Uh, we got a great email from uh, Chris uh, Dickey. I probably pronounced your name wrong. I'm sorry. Tim's not here to do it. I have to do it. I label uh, titled Extinction Rebellion. Which hmm. of the following three threats to the full Schleck should we be most concerned about, and what can we do to combat them? This is really good. We got three here. One. Race suits which anchor the jersey to the bibs, irrespective of zip latitude. Mm-hmm. That's that's frightening. That scares me. I didn't know that was a thing, but it makes sense. Two, garishly branded uh, heart rate straps, uh, e.g. Wahoo, which makes the rider's motivation for schlecking questionable. Mm-hmm. Or three, mm-hmm. Julian Alaphilippe popularizing the one-third schleck <laughs> as seen in his recent world's win. Mm. These are all frightening. <laughs> These are all scary. I don't know what what do you think? I, I So I don't know. Well, let me now I feel like I need to ever since we got this email a couple weeks ago about inside jokes, I feel like we need to explain everything. Yeah. And I apologize to our long term listener, um, who has been here since the beginning. Um, but a full schleck is when a rider is going up a climb, looking glorious, the full jersey, full jersey unzipped, flapping gloriously in the wind behind them. Yes. That is a full schleck. It's great. Popularized. By Frank or Andy Schleck, one of the two, maybe both. A little both. Um, a little more Frank. We've made that stick. The full Schleck is a thing. It still happens in every bike race at some point. Mm-hmm. But it is under threat. This email is deadly serious. It's deadly um, serious, yeah. And uh, I, I have noticed the the trend um, of, of these Jersey bib combos that aren't really a skin suit, but it's basically a skin suit. It's basically a skin suit that you can unzip and full schleck the front of it, but the back stays together. Um, So pretty aerodynamic. Um, I feel like this is 
unfortunately the future of kits. Yeah. Um, so while it's a threat, they do unzip and, and they keep that flapping going, you know, you could just wear a skin suit and there would be no flap and that would be crushing. Um, the full select would be dead. Yeah, so you get a little more flap. It's just not if, enough. If we have to move, right. If we have to move in one direction, I'm, I'm hoping this is it, I guess. Um, because the other two options, the, if the three, if the one third zip, Ala Philippe thing becomes canon, mm-hmm. uh, if that becomes the popular thing to do, we're in big trouble. Um, the full schleck could be in big trouble, and it could it could very well be extinct before before the blink of an eye. It'd be like a meteor hit the cycling world and just uh, blotted out the sun. Yeah, it's a tough time right now. We don't have a lot of big name riders who are consistent schleckers. Um, and yeah, it, and I do feel like you're right. The arrow, uh, everyone's very arrow conscious, and um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, sh- doing the full schleck is not very good for that. Especially you get the top of a climb and and you got to zip up to go down, you know. Um, it's a little hard. It's a good last climb move, yeah. Yeah, you don't like to see the the, the heart rate strap ideally um, on natural for full schlecking, um, mm-hmm. or maybe mm-hmm. uh, Ulrich like uh, white base layer, but you got the logo of the base layer company cut out. <laughs> <laughs> that was always fun. Um, <laughs> like I really, I really like these Castelli jersey or base layers, but I can't, I can't wear them. So circle? I'm gonna cut this. Cut yeah. No one will ever know. No what one this will is. know. Who, who? How could you figure that out? There's no way. Yeah. Uh, your sponsors will be obviously very happy. Yeah, I, I kind of think, think number uh, one that the anchor jersey. It's people are very serious about their arrow now, and. Mm-hmm. Ah, it's, a it's it's the way forward. I I think the uh, the three quarter zip or the uh, whatever the one quarter unzip is is uh, probably the biggest threat. <laughs> um, I mean, if you're gonna unzip, just unzip, man. Like Ala Philippe, what your world champ set? You need to set the quota for everyone else. And and sure. you're, he needs to lead by example. Is, this is a yeah. He needs to lead by example, and this is a threat to the full schleck. And and I feel like he knows that it is. And uh, that's kind of why he's a villain, you know. To be honest, could really um, get us back in your good graces, Alfie, if you just just full schleck it more. Yeah, often. I, you know we have we have uh, you know we don't like to brag, but I know we have a few um, listeners in that world to our Peloton. Um, you know, maybe maybe let the man know. I know I know maybe it's not easy to walk up to the world champion and kind of tell him he's wrong, but if you guys could do that for us, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be- <laughs> um, I mean, the Yates uh, are trying. I, the Yates have been—they're kind mm-hmm. of our main, our main schleckeners at yeah. this point. A lot of similarities there for so many reasons. It's true. Um, Brothers, scrawny. Yep. Climbing. Yep. Schleck. Yep. Very schleck-like. Yep. Wow. I hadn't really seen it till now. It's yeah. Very similar. Oh, the second coming. Yep. Or the third and fourth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, third and fourth coming. <laughs> I, I don't uh, I don't think that the the full schleck is threatened by um uh by the logos on the uh, on the heart rate monitors although they are obnoxious um, I feel like they companies have recently discovered that that is prime real estate because of the full schleck mm-hmm. so I think that they are going to support the full schleck um, going forward um, at least one would hope uh, let's just hope they don't take it overboard and um, 
you know, kind of heart rate monitors need to stay the same size they are. And I could see them potentially getting larger, a little more billboard esque. Um, that would be a step in the wrong direction, obviously. But uh, now I'll make an exception for if somebody wants to do the old uh, put a message on the heart rate monitor, you know, so you, uh-huh. so you, maybe you're going to attack on the last climb and you also want to uh-huh. propose uh, to your partner. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boom, last climb, you're in the group, you unzip, you, you dip out the side of the pack. Everyone's like, whoa, what? what? Boom, attack, uh, get it on the camera there. It says, you know, uh, uh-huh. honey, I love you. Uh, will you marry me? And then you go for the win. And then obviously you don't zip up for the win. You just, yeah. boom, post it up yeah. with just the will you marry me. You just me. sort of post up like with the, the shrugging arms. Like, I don't know. Did she say yes? Did he say yes? Yeah. Who knows? What are they saying? Like, um, would be a bit of a letdown off the win if um, yeah, the, the other person says no. But maybe they, maybe they have their reasons. You know, maybe you're on the road too much. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, they they don't you want made you to be a on big quick grand step gesture anymore. in public, uh, and <laughs> that's obnoxious. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they're the yes, they'd say yes, but you would ride disc brakes, and they just don't believe in disc brakes, or maybe steel uh. is real. Uh, Jessica Biel, <laughs> wheel steel reels, and uh, it's just not their thing. Alaphilippe is the biggest threat yeah. to the full schleck. Uh, I think that's an open and shut case. Um, but uh, I do appreciate the email. It gives us something to talk about when Tim's not here. <laughs> no, that was a great email. I was very excited when I uh, saw that come come across. But, yeah, that's kind of it for this week, guys. I don't know what else we got. Uh, we obviously had a lot of World Cup racing, and it was good, but mm-hmm. we didn't have mm-hmm. Wout there. We didn't have Vanderpool there yet um, on the men's side. It was, it was it was the cream of the crop on the women's side, but Ellie, good win. But, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the big dogs aren't there yet. They're not going to be there for a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but it exciting block of american racing and obviously tim's gonna have so much reporting about it next week oh yeah we're gonna get the full trek report i'm sure that uh we will go in depth on uh jingle cross as well which is coming up um because that is one of i mean it is my all-time favorite cycle cross race that i've ever done Uh, i assume it might be yours as well i'm not sure um but uh yes and no okay yeah, yeah. I you've had some have, bad luck. Let there. us that's, have memories. That's fair. <laughs> a lot of painful, cold, hard memories. Yeah. Uh, when, great great course though, great, great race. Great course, great um, race. So only did it in the cold. Two, Never did it in September or October. So that's a different vibe there now. But um uh, those are certainly the best uh best events on the calendar uh, as far as American cross goes. So. Speaking of Jingle Cross, so I, I will not be traveling to Jingle Cross. Uh, next weekend to watch or ride it. The fan club will be disappointed. They already bought their tickets. Yeah, no, but, but I, I was thinking of the few uh, local races I might dip my toe in this year. I might... Green Acres is next weekend, which is one of the few okay. qual- really good courses locally, and I think I'll probably race one day next weekend. And so okay. I was... A little bummed that it's the same as Jingle because the fields will be smaller, but it does mean that probably some of the fastest local guys won't be there to lap uh-huh. me quite so soon. So uh-huh. this is slim, very so slim you, uh, chance that I could not get lapped by 
Josh. I was just gonna say, it sounds sounds like you're uh, you're calling out a, a lead lap finish there, little guy. Uh, lead lap prediction. Man, it's my goal, you know. Uh, whew, it's tough. Um, I only did one yeah, cross well, race uh, in the last two years, and it was down. I was down a couple laps to Josh and the other fast local fellers. So, um, well, that's uh, take what I more than I've done. So. Okay, well, I think uh, with the little guy uh, quality corner there on with your scheduling updates, so the fan club can reroute from Iowa City yeah. just five hours uh, further north up to uh, the Twin Cities. They can they can pick you up there. So, dude, that five hour um, reroute the UCI if they were planning cr- uh, World Cups across the U.S. They would think that was nothing. They're like, no big deal, right? That's it nothing. It's no yeah. big deal. <laughs> actually totally close yep, very uh, and if you're from the midwest it's absolutely totally close <laughs> so um with that yeah i think we we can uh, close the book on this 363rd episode of the slow ride podcast um our our our, our uh, sponsors as always are uh grimper brothers coffee um buckler skincare with the miracle wap and of course all the donors and listeners and supporters of the wide angle podium network in our family of shows there um our intro and outro music from bk1 of rhymes airs entertainment and uh with that uh tim could not be here this week but he will he will be on fire next week in orlando florida mm-hmm. and i will still be matt probably really tired from hopefully finishing in the lead lap in a cross race in Minneapolis. And I'll still be Spencer and I'll still be in Massachusetts. And I am still reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. What an episode. That was amazing. When that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight. Oh man, that was great. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again. But hey, since I have your attention now, hello, cyclocross friends, new friends and old friends and soon to be friends. My name's Bill. I host another show on the Wide Angle Podium Podcast Network. It's called Cyclocross Radio. And we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon-to-be stars in cyclocross. We also have a panel discussion we call the Media Pit with my buddy Zach and Michael where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen. It's a great time. It's a great conversation. We built an amazing community that we want you to be part of. So go to WideAnglePodium.com Become a member there, then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Cyclocross Radio. Do it. Do it now. Cyclocross friends.